Ocean City friends, my name is Miss Amy and I am super excited to be with you here today. Today, we are starting a brand new series called Strike a Pose. Let me tell you how I feel about this new series. You see what I did there? I struck a pose. And I want you guys to join me too. So at home, go ahead and stand up and we're gonna practice this together. All right, so for your first pose, I want you guys to pretend like you are the coolest kid in school. Okay, good job. Now for your second pose, I want you guys to pretend like you just heard the funniest joke. Good job. Okay, so now on your third one, this one is a little bit trickier. I want you guys to pretend like you're eating a piece of pizza being chased by a T-Rex. Did you do that one? Awesome. All right, you guys can go ahead and have a seat. Through the rest of the lesson, when I have my special assistants on stage, they're gonna be striking a pose too. And if you guys wanna strike a pose with them to help you remember the today's big Bible story, I want you guys to do that. And mom and dad, if they are striking a pose and having fun, go ahead and take a pic and share it with us. We would love to see the kids interacting with today's big Bible story of strike a pose. All right, so in today's big Bible story, we are at the point where Jesus has rose from the dead and his disciples are out fishing. So you guys might be wondering who my special assistants are today. Due to social distancing, I was able to bring in my daughters, Addison and Anna. Okay, so the disciples are out fishing in a boat. So we have a disciple here named John and John is casting his nets to the side of the boat. There you go. If you guys wouldn't cast a net like John, you guys can do that too. All right, so they are casting their nets and they are fishing all night long. And every time they pull up their nets, they're empty, which makes the disciples mad. They're upset. They can't believe it. They're out all day. So now we're gonna fast forward to the next morning. They're gonna go out, they're gonna try, they're gonna try and catch some more fish. And on the shore is a stranger. And the stranger yells out to the disciples, did you catch anything? And the disciples yell back, nope, nothing. So this stranger from the shore points to the other side of the boat and says, cast your nets on that side. And they thought, well, what do we got to lose? So they go ahead, they threw their nets in the other side of the boat. Now guess what happened? There was so many fish that went into the nets, it was hard for them to pull them up to the boat. Now the disciples were thinking to themselves, that has to be a miracle. And there's only one man that could perform a miracle like that. Now there's another disciple on the boat. So we're gonna pretend like I have a third daughter. Ta-da! And this is Peter. And Peter is so excited to see Jesus that he immediately jumps into the water and swims to shore to see his good friend, Jesus. So now he's standing on shore with Jesus and the rest of the disciples catch up to them on the boat with all those fish. And he's standing there and he's feeling bad because the last time that he saw Jesus shortly before that, he had denied knowing him three times. So Jesus looks at Peter and he says, Peter, do you love me? The first time. And Peter replies back, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus replies back, then feed my sheep. So for a second time, Jesus asks Peter, do you love me? And he replies back, Lord, yes, you know that I love you. And Jesus replies back, then feed my sheep. Now for a third time, Jesus asks Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, with my whole heart, Lord, you know that I love you. 
And Jesus replies back, then feed my sheep. Now a short while after that, this would be one of the last times that the disciples got to spend some time with Jesus. Jesus then rose up to heaven one last time and the disciples, um, they were sad to see him go, but they enjoyed all the time that they got to spend with him like this interaction here. So you might be thinking, what in the world did Jesus mean to Peter, feed my sheep and, and yes, you know that I love you and, and what all does this mean? So we have a lesson for you guys to help you guys remember this awesome story. All right. Thank you, my lovely, lovely assistants. Okay. So this cup here represents Peter. And Peter has, he's got a full cup. He is in love with Jesus. He can do big things for him. And when he, when Jesus was alive, in fact, you know what? He could. He could do amazing things for Jesus and for his kingdom. But like what I said, there was a time that Peter denied knowing Jesus to save his own life, or at least that's what he thought. So he denied knowing Jesus, not just once, not just twice, but three times. Now, do you think he could still do big things for Jesus? Let's see. Oh, I don't think so. And in fact, most people would look at someone or something like this and think that it's trash and just throw it to the side. But is that what Jesus did with Peter? No. In fact, he, he forgave Jesus. Look at this. He forgave him one, two, three times. He knew that Peter could still do big things for him. So let's see. Now that Jesus forgave him, can he still do big things? Absolutely. In fact, Jesus told Peter that um, he wanted him to do big things. He wanted him to build churches, and that's what Peter did. He built the very first church for him, and he went out and he told everybody that he knew all about Jesus and how amazing and awesome he was. And in fact, that is what our Bible verse for today is. It is on your screen right now. Read it with me. It says, here is what I tell you. You are Peter. On this rock, I will build my church. Matthew 16, 18. Because of Jesus' forgiveness, Peter could do big things. And because Jesus forgives us, just like he forgave Peter, we can do big things. We can tell everyone that we know about Jesus and about his amazing love for us. So boys and girls, there are some discussions questions on your screen now that you guys can talk about with your family. For my kindergarten and first graders, what was your favorite part of the story? Do you think Jesus was mad at Peter for pretending not to know him? Or do you think Jesus forgave Peter? And why do you think that? For my second and third graders, what does this story teach you about Jesus? Why do you think Jesus asked Peter if he loved him three times? And below is an attachment for your Go Deep sheet. So there's four additional things that you guys can do at home. Spend some quiet time with God reflecting on today's story. As always, thank you so much for joining me and I will see you guys next week. God bless.